of summer is within our reach. It's time to plan for those cookout gatherings. It's time to plan to make our way to the beaches. And it's time to travel, whether by planes, trains, or automobiles. The Memorial Day weekend is known as the unofficial start to the season. According to AAA Travel, over 37 million people are expected to be on a plane, train, or automobile during Memorial Day weekend. This reaches an all-time high since 2019, pre-pandemic. What's the best thing to do while traveling? I say be careful. Some of us have ventured out to the movie theaters and returned to family gatherings at either a park site, a zoo, and some music festivals. Advice from the Center of Disease Control, or the CDC, even though many states have lowered their COVID-19 mask mandates and restrictions, we, the ever-so-happy population, excited to get back to normal, still need to be careful. So as I prepare myself to travel and serve some roasted cauliflower and barbecue hot wings for the upcoming family gathering, I'll be prepared to kick off the summer cookout season, enjoy laughter, and of course, some movie magic. I feel the need, the need for speed. Oh! Today, we take a trip to summer days filled with good food, our picks for the upcoming summer movie season, and flashback to speak with soul food scholar and author, Adrian Miller, regarding the best cities to get that great barbecue. It's going to be a hot wing summer, y'all. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra Talk on Tuesdays. Subscribe today to our Interludes YouTube channel and never miss an episode. And now... All the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. Find a meaning while we're dreaming of the splendor of it all. We're surrounded and abounded, summer, spring, winter, and fall. Meeting people laughing, dancing till the dawn And we'll always be like this Flowing in the glow of love One of the best things about the summertime Is being able to join friends and family outdoors For various activities like biking, long walks, boating, fishing For some of you And then grilling our favorite meat or veggie in the backyard We've been on guard over the last few years, and now that we're coming out of our COVID prison, it's time to get back to life, back to reality. The reality is many of us, including myself, have denied ourselves the ability to have fun and gather with friends. We've been worrying about that germ, and it seems as though the vaccines and boosters are working. It's time. It's our time, and it's my time to shine. It's my time. It's my time. I'm so ready to cook and barbecue with my family and friends during the summer, 
Yet there are some of us who prefer someone else to do the cooking. And if you're like me, loving chicken and veggies barbecued and grilled at area restaurants, we have just the expert to direct your taste buds. Award-winning author of Black Smoke, African-Americans in the United States of Barbecue, and soul food scholar Adrian Miller gave me some direction on tips on what restaurants serve the best barbecue in America and when the official time for the barbecue season starts. Should we wait for Memorial Day to officially start barbecue season or can that just happen as soon as it gets warm? I think as soon as it gets warm. Well, well growing up to me, barbecue season started on Memorial Day. Okay. And, and we pretty much didn't, we didn't really go out for barbecue and uh, we loved it, but it was not a major part of our diet. So we just really had it Memorial Day, um, July 4th weekend and Labor Day. And that was it. So I eat much more barbecue now than I did growing up. Um, but yeah, you know, going to a restaurant to have barbecue, we did that maybe every once in a while, but it was not a regular thing. Unlike today, I mean, you've got people that regularly go out to eat barbecue now. And that just shows it's the increase in its popularity. People want it, as, and I'll ask you this question again, if they wanted to find the best barbecue in their local town, what, what would be a good resource for them to find a great barbecue joint that's reasonably priced you know the best way really is just to go on social media and ask people Good. because what i found is that um the local newspapers mm -hmm. weren't always good about covering the african-american dining scene um mm. and so uh you know they're, they're, these places aren't reviewed um mm. and there may be they may be mentioned in a a roundup on barbecue but lately uh, you know these food writers have been acting like a white dude opens up a place and that's the first person to ever barbecue in that community and they give that person a lot of love um mm. uh and then the, the other difficult difficulty is even in our black publications um you know it's hit or miss whether restaurants are advertising in those weeklies and monthlies you know because a lot of a lot of cities have black focus uh, publications and right. so if those entrepreneurs aren't taking the step of advertising in those places you may not know so it's, it's usually just word of mouth um and so you know what i what i did when i ate my way through the country in terms of research um <laughs> i just put out on social media hey i want to hit up a black owned barbecue joint in this place where should i go and people will respond yeah. And, and then you try and then yeah and then i also check check uh, yelp and TripAdvisor. you know all these kind of crowdsourced generated reviews and mm -hmm. not because i trust the reviews that people leave because i really don't but <laughs> um if a place is heavily commented upon I'm, i think like okay i should go to that place yeah, right. and then I, you know i also just tried to spend a couple days extra in a place because then i would just ask people in the restaurants i just go to black folks and say yeah um this place is good. Where else should I roll to? And they'll be like, oh, you should go here, here, here. And again, a lot of these restaurants do not advertise. Um, and in today's day and age, I mean, I just think if you're not advertising on the web, you don't have a web presence, either as a website or on social media, you're halfway closed because that's how people are finding you now. And for my vegans out there, Adrian has some advice for you as well. You don't have to be left out of the barbecue season. Now, I'm a part-time vegan, not full-time, but I'm part-time. And ever so often, I love to, um, you know, get this uh, 
Beyond Burger situation. What What are your thoughts on barbecuing or grilling uh, Beyond or um, uh, fake meat? <laughs> well, I, I think that's <laughs> I think that's the future because the way that we're raising and eating meat is not sustainable. I mean, if you think about it, uh, think about the explosion in the popularity of Texas barbecue, which usually uh, focuses on brisket. You know, a cow only has two briskets. And if you think about all the meat that's being eaten, that's a lot of cows. And so, you know, the technology is already here where we can um, basically grow meat in a test tube mm. and replicate that. Uh, you've got people that can 3D print meat now, what they can't, they can't replicate bones yet, but they can replicate, yeah, you can get a printer and you can create meat. They've already created hamburger patties. So what? it's just, a, oh yeah, yeah. The technology's already here. Wow. So, um, but you know, um, I, I personally have said this several times, whoever figures out how to smoke vegetables, fruit um, and fish on a large scale mm -hmm. and make it taste good, that's a gold mine. And one of the hottest trends in, in black barbecue right now is you've already seen the emergence of vegan barbecue joints. So there's a place in, yeah, there's a place in Oakland called Veg Mob. And, uh, you know, that guy's doing quite well. And um, <clears throat> there are vegan restaurants that have barbecue options on their menu. Another place I can think of is um, the Seasoned Vegan in New York City. They have- That's the one I've gone to. I've gone to that okay. one. So you've had their rib tips, right? Which is the lotus yes. root. Yeah, okay. I can't believe I was eating that. And I'm like, is this meat? Are we sure? What is this? And, oh, it's lotus root. I said, what? Yeah. And then you've got, you've got other places. Uh, a lot more people have been using jackfruit. I don't know if you've ever had jackfruit. Never had jackfruit. And I and I'm unfortunately don't know where a f jackfruit comes from. I want to say it's a tropical fruit like mango. Is that correct? Yeah, I believe, yeah, I believe it's from Asia. Okay. Southeast Asia, but I'm not exactly okay. sure about that, but I think it's Southeast Asia. And so um, for people who know what they're doing, they can make jackfruit taste and have a similar texture to pulled pork. Oh. And so that has been a very popular substitute. Now, the, the problem is, or the challenge is for people that do this is, you know, it doesn't really move that well. Because um, oh, there were yeah. several places in Denver that, and Denver's known as, a, you know, Colorado's known as a healthy place, right? So you would think that that menu option would sell very well. And I talked to the barbecue restaurant owners. They said, you know what? Yeah, we feature it, but man, it just doesn't move. So we'll just do it as an occasional special, but it doesn't make sense for us to have it as a regular menu option. So, you know, um, the technology's there. There are so many options. Um, is it true barbecue? You know, probably not, but we've expanded barbecue so much that, um, and I'll just give you one example. Okay. Central Texas, what people are doing in Central Texas is smoking because it's indirect heat. I mean, barbecue for 200 years was direct heat because mm -hmm. you were cooking right over that. So we've expanded barbecue to now include that. Um, and, uh, you know, even in terms of African-Americans, you know, cooking over charcoal in an artificial pit where African-Americans are cooking hot, fast and then slow, you know, um, someone could argue that that's just a modified form of, of grilling but we call that barbecue. So, you know, I can see why people draw a hard line here, but you know, I, I just think there's a big dome thinking about a grill where we can put a lot of different styles of barbecue, uh, include a lot of different styles of barbecue. After we get our eat on, it's time for the movies. Okay, I can admit to you all, I waited two weeks to see the latest Marvel film, Doctor Strange, after its release because I didn't want to go to the movies by myself. 
My best childhood memories of spending time with my family always included the ingredients of barbecue and movies. Either we would watch one of those overly repeated movies playing on TV, or we would load up the car and make our way to the movie theater. Plus, movie theaters were a perfect place to escape the sometimes extreme heat of the summer. Hmm. I'm such a movie buff, and I'm looking forward to some of the films hitting the theaters this summer season. What looks interesting to me? Let's start with this one. The Need for Speed? Yeah, he's back, Tom Cruise. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage expectations. I found myself re-watching the original film, Top Gun, over the past weekend over one of my many streaming services. Tom Cruise as executive producer and lead actor in this sequel, Top Gun Maverick, delayed the release of this film for two years to avoid any streaming service willing to give moviegoers an option. Cruise stated that he wants the film to be experienced in theaters, and from the looks of the trailer, I can completely agree. Top Gun Maverick hits theaters Memorial Day weekend, and if it streams, it'll be months and months later on in 2022. Also, I'm real curious about this one. I know I'm going to be scared. Thanks again, Jordan Peele. Did you know that the very first assembly of photographs to create a motion picture was a two-second clip of a black man on a horse? And that man is my great-great-grandfather. Great. There's another great-grandfather. But that's why back at the Haywood Ranch, as the only black-owned horse trainers in Hollywood, we like to say since the moment pitches could move, yeah, skin in the game. Jordan, why are you trying to scare everybody? Playing the rest of that trailer works best visually. And yet having that first hit record from award-winning artist Stevie Wonder play normal, then a little bit crazy as the trailer goes on, allows me and the audience to get prepared to be frightened beyond our wildest dreams. Actress Kiki Palmer and Peel's favorite actor, Daniel Kaluuya, head up the cast of the film called Nope. It hits theaters in late July, using the date of 2222 in its favor. Be prepared to be scared. And now for all of my Toy Story fans. Buzz Lightyear Mission Log, Stardate 3901. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This is exciting. A new adventure. I'm going to grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us. To infinity. 
and beyond. When Tim Allen originally voiced the character Buzz Lightyear, who knew Disney was waiting to make an origin story film? This time around, in the title character of Buzz Lightyear, we have Chris Evans. Also joining him, James Brolin, and again, Kiki Palmer, voicing the characters in Disney Pixar's Lightyear. Ideally, I believe this one is for the kids. Yet for us who remember the 1995 Toy Story classic film, this one is a film I know I'll enjoy from infinity and beyond. Lightyear drops in theaters June 17th. And that's all for me in my hot wing barbecue summer preview with movies and all. Join me again on Interludes Extra Talk on Tuesdays when we return on Tuesday, June 7th to review the latest films and muse over our favorite TV series along with Coach Tony and the NBA Finals Preview. I'm Val The Voice Johnson and this is Interludes. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble, Coach Tony, and Val The Voice Johnson. Interludes Extra presents Talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music, movies, and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in the chat on our Interludes YouTube channel. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, written by Michael Womble, produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson, original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Interludes Extra Talk on Tuesdays, where we highlight people of color in spaces of television and film. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, or join our Interludes Facebook group, visit the website linktr.ee forward slash Pure Light Media. Media.